Hi everyone, welcome to the first edition of Late Night Tea with me, Dr. Ksenia, and my husband, Russ. We are two parents and healthcare professionals try to navigate the roller coaster of parenthood together. Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Ksenia Gershberg and I'm founder of Empowered Mama Chiropractic. I'm super excited to be here today with you and with my husband for some late night tea. Hello everyone. Uh, we decided uh, to do this thing for the parents that have been stuck for the past month or so in this, what seems like a never-ending quarantine where uh, we would like to possibly do some discussions about parenting and the way we do things and uh, just overall seeing our experience and if uh, it would be really cool if after listening to this you'd share some of your experiences with us. Yeah, I feel like we're in this shelter in place and it might be seeming like it's forever because we're doing that social distancing and can't hang out with our friends or our communities. So kind of bringing everybody together through this show and just telling you about our experiences and how we're having some parenting struggles along the way, um, but some solutions for you and your family that you can try out as well. Yeah, because... I mean, we're even getting feedback from the kids. They are our little social butterflies, and they're missing their friends dearly. And every day they're like, oh, when are we going to go see our friends? And, you know, as a parent, of course, you want them to be as socialized as possible and not skip their activities and do everything that they used to do just to, uh, you know, just to have that normalcy every day, every week normalcy. But, uh, you know, we're doing our best to, despite the situation. And uh, we figured out a few ways to keep them entertained throughout this whole thing and uh, found a few ways to connect with friends. However, nothing can substitute, you know, a true human contact. I think the hardest thing is also to learn to balance. Um, we as parents were just thrown into like, okay, well now you're a teacher, a mom, um, but you're also trying to balance work. So you're playing all these roles as a parent and it's hard to figure out how do I do all these things in 24 hours and still have time for myself as a parent. Yeah, I personally have been in graduate school for the last few years and I felt like I was missing my kids more because I was so involved in schoolwork and studying and studying for boards and it was just a never-ending thing that I thought oh it would be so cool once I graduate which just recently happened about March 17th was my last day and I graduated from chiropractic school as well uh, and I thought oh, I'm gonna spend some time with kids <laughs> and then out of nowhere I was like one month in <laughs> and so I I've just been, you know, enjoying it, of course, but at the same time, you know, having knowing that the kids still need something more than just me, you know, I'm we're just we're parents, but they need their friends. What do you think was like your biggest struggle um, coming from like the dad side, um, being thrown into this whole shelter in place? I think the biggest struggle is being completely unprepared. And uh, even though I know our everyday 
duties, things that we do on a daily basis, it's still, when you go from doing something a few hours a day to, you know, having the, having to do 12 hour days, if not more with the kids, you know, you start to really appreciate all the activities that they do, such as, you know, the school, you start to appreciate all the teachers, you start to appreciate, appreciate all the daycare, wor day daycare workers. It's just the job that they do is immense. And, but now I get to do all of that. And you get to do all of that as well in the middle of working and trying to do your own stuff. You know, um, you have, you had a busy schedule as is, and then you got extra stuff thrown on you. We definitely miss the teachers. I feel like the teachers and the daycare and like our son was so active, like ballroom dancing and jujitsu and like all these activities that it was like okay we get up in early in the morning go to school battle the traffic of course but now I'm looking back and I'm like I want that traffic but it's like yeah like you know he has his school and then it's like activity after activity you come home they're so tired and exhausted go to sleep and then the next day all over again but it's like now how do you keep them entertained and still teach them and still give them what they need because they still need that social interaction with their um, friends and everything so yeah I mean it's you know you now that some some aspects of our lives have changed tremendously you start realizing certain you know certain things that you had before were just so awesome and you felt advantageous in having them even that traffic. <laughs> Even, oh, that traffic was godsend <laughs> at this point. I, I mean, I, I, I think the feeling that I get from my perspective is like, yes, I love my children uh, just immensely, but I feel like I'm not enough for them. I feel like what I do is simply just not enough. Even though, you know, somebody from the side could take a look and say, oh, yeah, this is, you know, this is normal. It's like this, it's like that, and this is a normal behavior. But their lives, have ch they feel that change, even though they're not well, aware dramatic. of it. It's dramatic. It's dramatic changes. It is. It's insanely dramatic. Going from being super physically active and being tired by you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. to like, oh yeah, it's 9 o'clock. I, you know, I don't want to go to sleep. It's like, what do you mean you don't want to go to sleep? It's 9 o'clock. So I feel like things that have worked for our family and I know the first week was such a huge struggle, especially like figuring out like, okay, homeschool, like, you know, how do we homeschool a first grader, but also we have a toddler on our hands and I'm busy with my work um, as a chiropractor still doing telehealth sessions. Um, so how do we incorporate you know, all of that and still be sane by the end of the day and still figure out time together. So um, what has worked for us is, you know, after the first week, we realized that, you know, we can't do everything in one day. And, you know, sometimes we just have to take a step back and say like, okay, well, today is we're going to just have a little bit more screen time just so we can cook dinner or get other things done. Um, but also schedule like making sure that we have a consistent schedule um, I feel like worked really well for us and including going outside the kids need that fresh air but also 
to get out there. So the thing with the schedule is, um, because, I mean, this happened to literally like everyone. Like, how many of you have gotten like only a day's worth of notice that you're that the schools are closing? Pretty much. 99.9% of you knew that something like that was going to happen. Did you have enough time to create your own schedule or even think of, think of that idea of like, oh, maybe I should create some kind of a schedule? Like we're kind of used to, but not everybody's like us, you know, and that's completely understandable. Uh, people are working, some work longer hours, some work shorter hours. And at the same time, you know, we lost daycare. So somebody had to pick up the slack at that point. In the beginning, it was me because I was done with school. And so uh, Dr. Gershberg was essentially, you know, working there. Um, and so having that ability to, to get that schedule, as she said, um, was utterly important it, because stability and having that schedule for the kids uh, gets them going at a certain pace. So they know what's going to happen following a certain activity. And that creates some kind of a consistency, at least a little bit, in our daily lives. I think also making sure that we're taking care of our own selves helps a lot. Like, so if we focus on, like, one thing that we prioritize that, you know, is very essential to us. So being proactive, like, we take our vitamins daily. Religiously. Um, going on walks um, helps kind of, like, do the family walk to get out there and just... Um, breathe that fresh air, but also like that time alone. Like, so making sure you have those days where kids go to sleep a little bit earlier. Um, and so you have that alone time as well. Yeah. I mean, being in school and having late night study hours, you know, it didn't allow much time for spending, for doing not just family time, but like, me me and her time and so right now we're able to allocate that time and actually watch a tv show or play date night at home date night at home has been a winner at this household <laughs> in this house and uh, it's just been really nice i mean you know we've been together for for some time and and it's nice to re to rekindle everything because you know we've been so busy with our lives and having that ability to see each other more than usual is actually quite nice. So essentially you always have, I mean, me, I always try to find positives and even the most negative. Times. I think we have to find a positive in this. I think we as a society even have forgot to spend quality time with our families. Um, we used to like our family, we used to, be so good about family days and like have weekly ones when our son was growing up now he's seven but you know in the midst of like growing a business and um concentrating on work and other things it kind of threw us off and we forgot about that valuable family time we used to do hikes we used to do outings and with our second one we just kind of got thrown off of it and so I think this brings us back to having a reminder like this is so essential and we need to include that family time and when people are saying like let's get back to normal um you know I think normal is going to look a lot different for everyone I'm looking at it as a as a sort of um pressing a reset button 
you right now is our opportunity to get with our loved ones sure being stuck in one place and needing that sometimes needing that alone time and there's like there's just so many factors that come into play however like you know you kind of got with a person for a reason you know you want to spend some time with them you want to you know work is work but then you know if you come home and then you eat you wash wash the dishes you go to sleep and that doesn't you know how how many years can you do that and still feel similar you know feel the same about that other person but i feel like the amount of what we've been given is an opportunity and i feel like it's a great opportunity like get out do your thing even if you hope i mean if you have a backyard or a balcony or a patio or something like that just go sit there for like half an hour to an hour and just talk do a wine date do any kind of date anything <laughs> And just, uh, you know, try to enjoy each other's company. It's not like we can go anywhere anyways. Everything is closed down, uh, especially in California where we're at. And uh, just take that opportunity to rekindle, maybe a ro rekindle your romance. I think with the quarantine, um, it's opening our eyes up to a lot of new things. And um, family time is the number one. But also, um, just you know, re reminding yourself that you are a priority. You and your partner are working as a team through this shelter in place, trying to manage, you know, the kiddos and trying to learn how to, you know, manage everything like the house from cleaning to, um, you know, cooking and have, you know, cooking three meals a day. Um, and just balancing, finding that balance for everything and homeschooling. Um, so one of the ways that we we do that is to find that one thing to help us prioritize some self-care. And that could look in different ways. Um, for like, like different families have their own exactly. way of doing it. Exactly. And you can, whoever's listening, can figure it out on their own. It doesn't have to happen that day. It can take you, you know, we have plenty of time inside to, to figure out what is it that you need to do to make that family bond stronger. I think that um, one of the ways for me is like those walks. Walks are so great and it gets me out, um, gets me to stop my work and just, you know, spend that family time together. But also, um, you know, making sure that I have that alone time after the kids go to sleep at least 30 minutes to read a book or to do something that I love to do, like write a blog or something like that. Um, what What's your, like, number one thing? What do you... My number one thing after after doing dishes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's actually, that's the other thing is we work as a team. So if I cook... You wash dishes. Like, it's really important to share the load and make sure that we're not, um, you know, not one person is doing everything in the house. But then it's not like, oh, I wash dishes today. You wash dishes tomorrow. <laughs> or I cook. You wash dishes all the time. <laughs> Basically, it's your job, your duty. <laughs> You've been born to do it. But it's called compromising. Sometimes you just need to let your partner relax. 
You just need to let your partner have their time. And if it means pick up an extra slack, you know, then just so, you know, let it be. They'll, res they'll respond to you in a different way. You know, everybody has their love language. You know, some people prefer massages. Some people like to get their dishes done. You know, so they don't have to do it. And also, like, like, it's your family. It's your dynamic. You are in charge of it. You choose when things happen. If you want, you know, if you feel like, you know what, I'm going to leave some dishes today and maybe I'll do them tomorrow, just so you can have that sanity, then do it. You know, forget forget about everything and just go relax because dishes could be done at some other time. You know, but you will never regain the time lost that you may have had with your partner at that time. I think if any of our reader uh, listeners are thinking of a book to read right now, is a great book um, called The Five Love Languages, and they have one you, for Whoa, Five Love Languages! <laughs> Where did you get that idea? <laughs> <laughs> and they have actually a kids version for that too, um, and it's by Gary Chapman, and I love that book, and it kind of um, because everybody's such an individual and everybody is so different, um, it kind of dives into, you know, how your partner responds to different things and what they like as well. So it's just a great book to read and get to know your partner more, but also from the kid's point, read the kid's one too. It's just a great way to understand what each person is, what their actual love language is. So we try our best to have a holistic family. Um, and so one of the suggestions that I have is, I don't have an actual book title for you, but what I suggest is this is a time for self-improvement, self-awareness, and, and rebuilding yourself. If you're struggling with anything that, you know, whether it's a hidden struggle or something you're not wanna, you don't want to share with the world or with your loved ones, perhaps it's a good time to find an outlet of some sort to let that to you know fix the situation air quotes so perhaps getting some kind of a book on how to improve your health on whatever aspect of health that that you know you feel like you're struggling with you know find a good source get a good referral on a book and uh, you know a book or even audible if you're not really into reading audible probably has a ton of options for you to get and uh, just just go I have to... my favorite book to oh, share. Please do tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just mean... randomly thought about it, but I guess you have a book that you'd like to share. Oh my so. God. I have so many books that like, I love like, to share. Like name your number one go-to book that people can start with. Because, you know, you have, you read a lot of books in so far. Like one of the books, like the book that will put the reader on a path. Like, um... What would you suggest? Yeah, that list is so hard to narrow. Um, but I really like um, the books by Dr. Mark Hyman. He has great books. So Dr. Mark Hyman is a function. He's a he's a medical doctor who works out of Cleveland Clinic, and uh, he has a fascinating story. I mean, he's all over YouTube that you can actually like. He goes over his story about. Him just going through his residency feeling, uh, medical school and residency feeling absolutely horrible and then being in practice and feeling horrible. 
and what he discovered is something called functional medicine, um, which is healing yourself through proper eating. Just as simple as, not a diet, because a diet seems more like a clinical thing where you start it and then there's an end to it. But he made this kind of eating concept into a, into like a lifestyle. So it, yes, it's going a little bit deep into it. And I would suggest you do research on your own because, you know, one can only say so much about him, but he's a very well-known individual who essentially got such great results with people who were basically they lost I mean, their medical doctors were not able to fix them at all with their conditions, which were chronic at that point. And he was able to, re, you know, get them to before before chronicity stage. Uh, and Dr. Mark Hyman is very well known. But which uh, is your particular book? Um, I forgot what the actual title is. Um... There's another book that I keep carrying around with me um, by a very famous chiropractor, um, and I think he sees um, the foreword is by uh, Kelly Ripa, and he, I can't think of the name right now, but I follow him all the time on Instagram, and um, the book is always with me, whether I go from home to office, it's always in the car, I'm always reading it, um, but he talks about alkalinity and how important it is um, for, you know, the pH in your body um, and how important it is to eat those alkaline foods. And he has like an 80-20 ratio that he talks about. And I just love his um, book. A lot of my meal plans are based on what he talks about. Um, of course, I pair it up with my functional nutrition. I have tons of different, um, yes, it's called the 10-Day Detox Diet. That's the book that I love by Dr. Mark Hyman. Um, but also, so there's so many books out there, but making sure that you know what you're reading, that it's coming from a good source. Um, and, you know, this is the time to empower yourself with all these resources and tools and I feel like if U.S. parents are the foundation and you want a strong foundation for your family right um so you know if you build that strong foundation right now um you know there's nothing out there to fear um build your foundation um yes by Dr. Daryl Geoffrey, Get Off Your Acid, that is my favorite book. Just remember the name of it. Um, so, yes. Um, read those books. They're really great. I love them. And um, just see which tools you can use for your family and, you know, hit that reset. And once again, these are just the books that we like. Um related to yourself uh it is for your own self-growth and uh for you and for you to be self-empowered and for you to be authentic with yourself so what is it that you what kind of you know maybe um tell us which books you found to be interesting and which which book has helped you after reading it through has it inspired you um 
And those are just some of the little things that we do. Um, as for some other topics, like, like, like uh, Ksenia said before, like we do our walks. And um, as for the walks, I think it's really cool that we actually get to spend some time together during those things. Even though the kids are with us and our son just became pretty proficient in uh, riding his scooter. And so he just goes off and we... Yeah, 30 days riding a scooter. 30 days riding a scooter will get to you. But um, we get like at least half hour just to ourselves in the middle of the day where no one is tired. Uh, you know, and we, we try to do two, uh, a minimum of at least one walk a day a prolonged walk for like a few miles with the kiddos and uh, we get to talk that whole time and we get to like rediscover ourselves and that's like super nice like I said, you know she has a really she has a busy practice and I was busy with tons of schoolwork and tests and, and just and just pure gra graduate school insanity and it's just really nice to rediscover ourselves after after this whole ordeal, you know, and now we're essentially, we, we were thinking of restarting our, you know, restarting our lives in the new way. Because, you know, like I would be, I would start to work, but then, you know, little thing called uh, quarantine happened. <laughs> so I want our listeners to take away one thing today um, that they can do during the quarantine with the kiddos and for themselves. What do you think? say as a dad like what do you recommend for the dads i know before i closed the office which happened um right as shelter in place hit um we were trying to open up a dad's group yes um and you know with the guidance from amazing um cairo dad who's in southern california dr jay warren we Ex got to yes actually meet him and that was really exciting yeah, he was just amazing and um, you got to talk to him. I did. It was really, um, really awesome to get to talk to him. So we were going to start a dad's group in the office and to help support dads because there's not so many, so much support out there. And I know I have patients coming in to me and saying, you know, I, I see moms all the time and just a few dads. But the moms always say, you know, we need that support for dads as well. And I feel like... The moms are being heard right now. Um, I see it everywhere. You know, the moms struggle during the quarantine. But what about dads? Like, what do you tell dads right now? I think we're still... I'm guilty of it myself about the whole macho bravado thing and not reaching out for help and not being able to talk to anyone and keeping everything inside and slowly but surely, you know, like I'm... It, it's a mask that you wear it literally is a mask that you wear because you know you're not going to share anything and then you're going to keep it up keep it inside of you it's going to all these feelings are going to stack up stack up stack up and eventually you have a burst out and then you have an argument and then you have this ordeal and that's that why ordeal. we have late night tea <laughs> exactly and you know and, and dads just don't have that outlet because we think differently we we think you know Instead, you know, when what let's be, you know, I don't want to be like stereotypical, but like dad's thing. Well, how can I put food on the table? You know, like oh, how can I pay for this? I'm, I'm, you know, this is a struggling time. You know, like there's disease out there that can kill me, but you know, I'm still gonna go to work. I'm still gonna risk it. So what if I'm gonna die? 
you know like that's just a that's a horrible way of thinking like you are going to sacrifice yourself over a paycheck and then have a potential to get everybody in your family exposed just for this and 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 people live paycheck to paycheck 100% paycheck to paycheck and it's well it's a well known statistic but talking it out i feel like will ease your mind i think even a minute ease of mind in a dad not only affects the kids because dads are nowadays spend more time with their kids it's not 1960s 70s where dad goes to work for 12 hours comes back home and never sees the children and just pays for things and that's it that's not how the world works nowadays at least i feel that way or i'm not or maybe that's how i am you know i'm i'm involved in you know in my kids and i help out with homework and we do art projects and we do all kinds of stuff. Not that I'm good at it, but <laughs> whatever. You know, I try it. It happens. <laughs> and um, some things I'm good at, some things I'm not. It's just how it is. So well, do you think, like, dad's I, opening up to... I think dads moms? are, right now... I'm not talking about globally. I'm talking about United States. I think uh, in the United States, dads are just in the beginning stages of opening up. They're in the beginning, and I think they need that outlet. And I think having like a dad group, will where it's just you have people with the same, like, I don't know, same characteristics. We're all dads. Let's talk about what our problems are and how we can solve it. You know, uh, you know, we see straight what's ahead of us, and we are look. We if there's a problem, we will f do our best to find a solution. And I think having that companionship um and having you know dad friends with kids of you know same age or close to it or people or dads with older kids and you have a dad with a younger child you know somebody who went through this and can give you an advice versus you know asking an you know a 60 year old grandfather how did you do it in your day when you were you know 40 years ago or 30 years ago things have changed so dramatically you know, and nobody knows about it, and people's experiences are different. And I feel like having that dad dad interaction will be extremely beneficial. I love that dads are more involved now, and I feel like because they are more involved, they need that support. So, um, what is like one takeaway that dads can go and do after this? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yes i've been wanting to do like uh i've been wanting to do a dad group you gave the you know you gave the idea of starting one up and we've kind of went with it and uh we slowly power dad group <laughs> yes so um i'm thinking of starting one up it's uh it's just people meeting up that's all it is it's just people meeting up and helping each other out there's no commitment you you know take your time if you want to just show up and you don't want to talk you don't have to talk just come by and just you know so because of out. this shelter in place um you'll probably hear more um i'll be posting it on millennial parenthood on facebook but so we will have parent support groups prenatal support groups and our empowered dad groups so um that'll be posted we'll have it we'll run it through zoom so post it in the facebook group oh yeah and one one more thing to the stuff that I said before about dads, you know, starting to be involved, 
because I know I was very, I feel like I was very much involved as a dad in comparison to my dad, who was working like 12 hour days, came home, ate dinner, and then watched some TV and went to sleep and then restart the same thing over. But I remember when our, where our first child was like one and a half or two years old, when we, we came to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco and he needed his diaper changed. He pooped and he needed his diaper changed. And I got all the stuff and I was just standing outside, inside the bathroom and I was just changing the diaper. And as I was coming out, and you were and you were greeting me. You were standing in front just to make sure I don't, because I had so many so many things in my hands, including our little one. Uh, some woman um, was walking by. Uh, she was like 50 years old. Or, I don't know something like that. She's like, "Whoa, go, Dad, go, you. He's a keeper." And it's like, what? Well, like I didn't do anything special. Like why would she say something like that? I felt like weird. I felt super weird about that. Well, you are a diaper changer, yes. <laughs> girl. I, I, yes, I, I, I claim that I am the fastest diaper changer because I've never been peed or pooped on. I think that changed after the second one, though. I think she, I think she peed on me once. So a little bit of background, um, which we probably should have done in the beginning. But before we end, I wanted to let you know that we have two kiddos. Um, we have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, a first grader and a little toddler. Um, we've been married for almost nine years, but know each other for even more. Um, and our journey started with me going to chiropractic school. And um, we were kind of thrown into it. And um, I got married during, we got married during chiropractic school when I was there. Um, you went through being an ENT um, to falling in love with acupuncture and chiropractic and um and then I got pregnant during chiropractic school so we went through all of it so um we're definitely excited to share our journey um but also provide so much support to parents right now especially during this shelter in place time because we as new parents struggled so much because we were the first ones out of our friends to have a baby um, and to learn the ins and outs and um, we're excited to be that support for you and your family and just to add even more credibility to our path uh, I think 90% of that was done just me and her it was just in, when we moved to LA for for her graduate school for her chiropractic school it was just me and her that's all it was we had to do most mostly everything on our own we had parental support don't get me wrong of course we did uh, which were extremely helpful for but they were there for some time they weren't there for the years that we spent there the the, which we, you know, we will talk about what, how everything went, and you know, possibly in the future episodes, but it was just me and her. So we had a really good school about upbringing, at least until our little one was like four from and a half. From choosing nannies. From choosing too. oh nannies were. <laughs> oh, it was an amazing experience. But from A to Z, we'll give you the breakdown. Um, but I do want to focus on the shelter in place and support families during this tough time right now. Um, just know that we are with you and 
Um, we really appreciate you and you know, we're all in this together and we're here to support you as best as we can. And as for the dad groups, if uh, you feel like your, um, your partner would benefit from something like that, uh, please reach, have them reach out to me. Um, I would love to, I would love to start something as soon as possible. We could do either zoom or we could just, you know, text or whatever is necessary. Thanks for joining in. Thank you. See you on the next episode. My name is Dr. Ksenia Gershberg and... My name is Russ. And we are in shelter in place and hopefully finding a way to help support the parent community during this important time. So join us next time for some late night tea. See you soon. Goodbye.